Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. Yes, you are. Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming, everybody. We'll see you next time. And I'm Brian, too. He is, indeed. Today, we're talking about mothers. And so this uh, podcast is set to go live on Monday, May 11th, meaning yesterday was Mother's Day. So I figured we could take a few minutes to talk about mothers. Um, And I thought, where better to begin a discussion on mothers than the Bible? So scripture is full of stories and accounts of mothers. And and so just, uh, Pastor Brian, from the top of your head, when you think about mothers in the Bible, does any particular story, passage, or, or text come? to mind? Uh, Not any particular passage. There are a number of passages. So I think um, Eve is the first mother I think of, uh, the mother of all living. Um, I think of Hannah in 1 Samuel. Um, Of course, we always, as Christians, we remember Mary, the the mother of uh, Jesus. Um, lots of lots of wonderful examples of mothers in the Bible, and so there's not a particular passage that I that I go to. Fair enough. And so then, taking that kind of scope of Scripture and Scripture's presentation of mothers, uh, any just kind of general comments on how the Bible presents mothers, the role mothers play in Scripture? So mothers play an extraordinarily an, extra, an extraordinarily important role in Scripture. Um, Reminded of um, Paul's conversation with Timothy, mm. of how he talked about the um, to fan into flame the faith that um, that he saw first in his grandmother and in his mother Lois and Eunice, and so uh, you know that a mother has a tremendous uh, opportunity to to um, to instill the faith. In the children, and so this is not to discount the role of a dad, uh, but this is a Mother's Day podcast, so we're talking about mothers. Uh, but moms have a very, very important role in that, and so, um, so yeah, uh, don't forsake uh, moms the time. And by the way, I would say they're you're always their mother. So you might say some of us, some people listening might say, well, you know, all my, my children are all grown and they're all adult. Well, you're still their mother. If you know, if you were, if you were once their mother, you're still their mother. And so, um, there's always an opportunity to speak truth into the lives of your children. Yeah, uh, that's great. And then to add to that, just looking at biblical mothers, um, oftentimes the storyline of scripture is we see the miraculous taking place, you know, certainly with Mary conceiving Jesus. Uh, We also have, so you mentioned Hannah and her prayer for a son after years of barrenness. Um, And yet, in, in spite of those more miraculous things, so much of what scripture speaks to with mothers is everyday faithfulness, is raising up a child, is praying for them, is leading them. And so just to commend, again, to the mothers listening, just, you know, we're not looking for superheroes. We're not called to be perfect, uh, but just this everyday faithfulness of training up a child in the way he or she should go. Um, I think Scripture highlights that time and time again of mothers, and so I want to encourage you mothers as well in that. Um, Another angle, um, I think something that is important to bring up when discussing the topic of mothers is to acknowledge that there are many ways to mother beyond just biologically giving birth to a child. And so one example from scripture is, is Titus 2, where older women are instructed to teach, to train up younger women, um, to be you know mothers in the faith, if you will, to them. And so if you're someone who's listening and thinking, well, you know, I don't have kids, so I'm just going to skip on this one. Well, well hold off. Um, 
we've been given one another um, in the family of God and the body of Christ, and so we need mothers in the faith here at PHBC in particular. So, Pastor Brian, any thoughts on this idea of, of mothering and of caring for this younger generation, even if you don't necessarily have biological children, or perhaps your children are, you know, grown, and yes, you're still a mother to them, but they're not, you know, not in the same way that maybe once when they were young and grown up? I wouldn't necessarily call that a mothering relationship. I would just say that it's a mentoring relationship and that you need to uh, you need to be very active um, in that. And so I would encourage that individual, um, you know, the, the older woman to come alongside a younger woman and to, you know, to teach, teach her how to love her husband. You know, it seems kind of almost, we think, oh, what do you mean teach how to, you know, that's the whole reason they got in marriage to start with. They were in love with each other. And so, <laughs> um, and so they don't need to be taught how to love. Well, yes, we need to be taught what, what does it mean to biblically love somebody? And so that's a wonderful opportunity for uh, some of our uh, older ladies to come alongside some of the younger ladies and to encourage them and to train them and to teach them. It's very, very important. I do want to jump in. I don't know if this is coming up later in the, in the discussion. Um, you may, we made a distinction or you made a distinction just a moment ago about you know, biologically having children. I would want to say so to, to any mother who may be listening who is a mo- mother by adoption. And so she, yes. is, she, is, um, she is every bit as much the mother of that child as, as a woman who carried the child in her womb. Uh, because really carrying the child in the womb, that's, that's, a, that's a biological fact. Hmm. Um, but the actual work of mothering happens when the child comes out of the womb. And so, so, so to the to the mothers who may be adoptive mothers, so they, they have children that um, are not their biological children, uh, they are still every bit as much a mother to that child as somebody who is has their own biological children. Now, that's a fantastic point, and I appreciate you bringing it up. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up, which is uh, related to the theme of mothers, but is a bit of a tangent, um, although I think it's an important one. Uh, Jesus, in Luke 13, compares himself to a mother hen. In Isaiah 66:13, God says he will comfort his people as a mother comforts her son. Hosea 13:8, God says he's like a mother bear robbed of her cubs. Um, all of these are references to God as a mother, and yet we exclusively refer to God as father using these masculine pronouns. So, Pastor Brian, could you just put on your theology cap for a little bit and just help us to navigate this issue that, you know, maybe not at the forefront of people's minds, but I think would help serve our people in, in thinking through the Bible's presentation of God? So I wouldn't want to say that these are representations of God as a mother. Um, these are motherly characteristics or qualities that that God shares. And so the scripture exclusively refers to God as a father. It never The scripture never calls him a mother. He has motherly, you know, that he cares for um, his children. Um, you know, Jesus, you mentioned about the, you know, as a mother hen. Um, and so th- those are, but that's a totally different thing than saying God, you know, there, there are some um, people who want to reorient the Trinity. And, and, well, let's, instead of saying Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, let's, you know, say things like, you know, the mother and, and, and you know, they refer to God as as the Holy Mother, and that is simply wrong. 
Uh, scripture never gives us permission to do that. He is exclusively referred to with the uh, with the masculine pronoun. By the way, that is, does not mean that God the Father is masculine in the sense of having um, you know masculine body parts. That's not that's not what uh, he's being referred to there. But he but he's nonetheless so God is spirit, and so he doesn't have a body as you and I have bodies, but he. Um, is referred to exclusively in the masculine form, but he does have motherly qualities, and so um, and so that should help the mothers understand then that in their caring for their children, um, that they are expressing the love of God or the characteristics of God to their children. Um, again, not to say that God is a mother, but as God cares for his children as a mother would. Um, that when a mom then is caring for her child, she knows that the reason she does that is because she's created in the image of God. Men and women created in, in the image of God, and so she is mirroring or modeling what it means to be created in the image of God. Fantastic. So there you go, PHBC. Uh, the whole snippet on the doctrine of God, free of charge. What a man. That's fantastic. All right, so one last thing here. Uh, take off the theology hat, put on the sentimental hat. Just real quickly, um, Pastor Brown, give me one thing that you're thankful for your mother for. So my own mother? Your own uh, mother. My own mom. So I am thankful for um, lots of things I'm thankful for. I'm, I'm thankful for her um, passion that she has, um, her zeal. I hate... I hate that uh, here in the midst of this COVID-19 uh, pandemic that we're not allowed to uh, be close. And so I know we're planning a trip, but we're not even going to be able to stay with them mm. um, as we take this trip. Uh, we'll be staying in a hotel and just seeing them from afar, uh, which is uh, because my mother is elderly and, and she has underlying medical conditions. Uh, but I love my mom. Uh, she is, um, she is she's, a, she's a passionate woman. She is a hard worker, a go-getter. She went back, for example, when she was um, uh, she, she was raised in she's German by birth, and um, she didn't have a high school equivalency. And so, as an adult, she went she got her high school equivalency, and then went to college and got a college degree um, as an adult. And so, just you know, that kind of stick to itiveness. How about you, Brian? What it's, about your mother? It's a shame that work ethic didn't pass down to you. <laughs> It is a shame. Sometimes it skips a generation. <laughs> so one thing I'm particularly thankful for my mother is just she, better than anyone I've seen, has demonstrated just a servant's heart. And so she is the first to sign up for the, you know, most behind the scenes, least glory, least fun task. She would, at the drop of a hat, drive me somewhere, pick me up, do this, give that, bake this, make that, share this. Um, without ever considering, you know, well, I don't really feel like it, or I'd rather, no, if, you know, if there was an opportunity to serve, she jumped at that opportunity, and so I'm grateful for the example that she set and continues to set um, for, for myself and my brother and now my kids and for countless others who have had the privilege of uh, seeing her. So uh, thank you in particular to our mothers and to all the mothers listening, um, and so appreciate your time. PHBC, uh, we love you, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. I guess talking to you next time on the PHBC Pastors Podcast.